Welcome to Life Church of Mobile's audio podcast. We hope that this teaching will challenge you in any season of life you may be in. Thanks for joining us and enjoy. Are you ready for the word today? Glory to God. I said, are you ready for the word today? Well, let's make a confession as we get into our teaching, and we're going to start it now. Everybody say, I will live life on purpose and make every day count. One more time. I will live life on purpose and make every day count. Now, I want you to say with me, it's my time. Tell your neighbor, it's your time. An often quoted verse that I've quoted, you've quoted, that everybody knows with, knows about and is in Esther chapter 4, verse 14. One of the most awesome stories in all the Bible says this. And today we're talking about it's my time. Esther 4.14 says, For if you remain completely silent at this time, relief and deliverance will arise for the Jews from another place. But you and your father's house will perish. And listen to this. Yet who knows, yet who knows whether you have come to your royal position for such a time as this. Now if I could just insert here something that's not in my notes that I am sensing prophetically stir and rise in me right now. This is for the church, for this year, for this time, and for this season. The church in general, worldwide, we have been brought to this place, this time, for this hour, for such a time as this. It's our time. Somebody help me say it's our time. I believe that is a prophetic word for the church worldwide. But I want you to say with me, everybody say, I'm here here. at this time time. for a reason. reason. Now, let me give you a little background about this. Most of you know this story, but let me refresh you for just a moment. And I ask for you to just give me a few moments to allow the Holy Spirit to stir you as he has me. The background on this story is the book of Esther is about a a young lady named Esther who began her life as an orphan. Her parents died when she was young. And she was raised by her older cousin, Mordecai. Some people say Mordecai, Mordecai. But she wasn't just an orphan. She was a Jewish woman listen to this, living in exile in Persia. But something remarkable about her, in spite of the fact of of being born, losing her parents at a very early age, living in exile in a foreign place under foreign uh, rulership, her poise and her beauty caught the attention of those who were on assignment to find a queen for the king. Now, this king, the king of Persia, was not a small-time king. 
He ruled over 127 provinces. He was a big time king. But here's something that's important. We'll talk about this as we go along. After she was recruited to become a queen to the king, to be in the king's court, she went through a year-long preparation stage. Now, she never met the king, but for a year she prepared to meet the king. So that's the background of this story. And within a certain time, listen, she has great favor. Within a, within a, a, a short time, she has great favor with the king and becomes the queen. And then someone who is on the king's staff decides, and his name was Haman, that it was time to kill off all the Jews in Persia. And let me just insert this prophetically. You better be careful about messing with Israel. And if you don't believe it, read what happened to Haman. Haman decides he wants to kill off and he gets the favor of the king and he says, let's kill all the Jews that live in Persia. He began the process of an all-out genocide. And that's when Mordecai, her older cousin, who had raised her, he came to her at that time. Listen, we need to understand this verse in context. He came to her at that time when the Jews living there were facing being wiped out. And this is when he says to her, yet who knows whether you have come to your royal position for such a time as this. I want everybody who's a part of the church of the living God of Jesus Christ to say, this is our time. This is our season. Man, I didn't even sense that, this, this thing going this way today, but I'm telling you, I sense it so strongly, prophetically on us. This is our time, church. This is our season. I'm getting chill bumps as I say that. So this is our word for our new year. Listen to this, and I'm going to amplify it as we go through this message. Hear this. God is giving the church a window of opportunity. I believe that as a word God dropped into my heart. God is giving us, the body of Christ, believers, a window of opportunity. And we'll talk more about that later in the message. But let me give you three quick things from this story that I want us to apply to us as, a, as, a, as the body of Christ and to us individually today. First of all, the first one is very simple, but it is now is the time. Everybody say, now is the time. Now is the time. Now is the time. Today is the time. Now is the time. Everybody say, I will live life on purpose and make every day count. You know, there, there are things about getting on up in life and aging. that they're not, you know, It's not a picnic in some areas and things you have to deal with, but you know there are some things about getting older that are really good in that you begin to understand and realize the importance of every day. 
I mean, you know, you, you cross over that tipping point to where, you know, you, you have uh, probably lived longer than you're going to live on this earth and you suddenly realize every day matters, every day counts. This is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and I will be glad in it and I will make it count. Everybody say, now is the time. And let me say something very quickly to the older generation that I touched on last week. Your time is not over. I should have got a better reaction from that. I know what some of you are saying. I'm not part of the older generation. Oh, what you talking about, Brother Scotty? I'll tell you what, I'll say that after I get there. I said, your time is not over. And I said it last week, I'm going to say it again. If you're not finished, God's not finished. Elbow your neighbor right now and say, God's got something for you. In fact, let me tell you, if you're part of the older generation, I got a word for you. God's saying, I saved the best wine for last. Cha-ching, baby. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Every day is a gift from God. Now is the time. Every day is a gift from God. My life is a gift from God. Your life is a gift from God. Every minute is a gift from God. Every second is a gift from God. Every hour is a gift from God. Thank God for the gift of today. Everybody say, thank God for the gift of today. And here is something that we have to watch out for in life that tends to overtake us. And that is this. Stop living like, well, you know, my life will start when... When this happens, one day, here it is. Here's what you have to watch out for. One day, this certain thing's going to happen, and then I'll start living. Wrong. I want you to say with me and mean it from your heart, now is the time. This is the day. This is my time. Let me say it this way. Don't live life waiting for your real life to start. Oh, I remember a song. Sitting in the morning sun. I'll be sitting when the evening comes. Some of y'all know that song too. Watching the ships roll in And then I watch them roll away again Sitting on the dock of the bay Watching the tide roll away Sitting on the dock of the bay Wasting time Can I get a little Otis Redding amen up in this house this morning? I guarantee you ain't too many churches around you going to and hearing the preacher sing Otis Redding on Sunday morning. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but it's me. 
Come on, man, there's more to life. And that doesn't mean you ought not to ever have a refuge, but I tell you what, if your whole life is waiting for life to start, you're missing out on John 10, 10 life. Now is the time. What I'm saying is live in the now of your potential. Live in the now of your potential. Not the someday of your potential. And when I'm talking about that, I'm talking about living in the, in the, uh, the, the, the now of your God potential. God is the source of your potential. It is time to start releasing the potential that God has put on the inside of us. Somebody say, it's my time. Come on, say it. It's my time. And it's now. And I don't care if you're 16 or 96. You preaching good, Brother Scotty. So number one, now is the time. Number two, a big part of purpose is preparation. We tend to dismiss preparation and not realize it is a part of the purpose of God in our lives. Everybody goes through seasons of preparation. And so what I'm saying is make preparation to meet your opportunity. Make preparation to meet your opportunity. Esther prepared to meet her opportunity. And here's what I've heard people say, and don't get me wrong, there is a place for waiting, yes. And we sing it, he's in the waiting. Yes, he is. He's in the waiting. But while you're in the waiting, be preparing. Are you hearing me this morning? While you're waiting, be preparing. Esther wasn't just waiting, she was preparing. Everybody say, I'm not just waiting. I'm preparing. Now, God gave me a word for 2017, and here it is. For the church and for all of us, and it begins individually as well as corporately in this house, 2017 is going to be a year of expanded opportunities. We're going to do things we've never done before. We're going to go places we've never gone before. We're going to see things. We're going to see things we've never seen before. Everybody say expanded opportunities. And here's what I'm saying. It is time to take advantage of the opportunities that God is going to bring your way. God is going to bring opportunities your way, my way, and we have got to take advantage of how? Well, in church. Get out there this morning and get involved. Politics. Yeah, I had this great epiphany, this great revelation. Everybody gets upset in the body of Christ about the way things are going in government. Maybe if we had some born-again, spirit-filled believers in government, we would have a different look about it. Roll your sleeve up and take advantage of the opportunity to get it. If we're going to turn the government over to the devil, stop complaining about it. Get out there and take advantage of some opportunities. Glory be to God. Why not have a spirit-filled governor? Why not have a spirit? I mean, come on, folks. I don't know about all these things, but I'm just saying a year of expanded opportunities. Don't limit God. 
to the, don't, don't limit the church to the walls of this house. I'm telling you, politics, listen, business, expanded business opportunities, culture. I mean, I, I look at, at, at uh, I think we've been to one movie in the last three years, and I tell you, I look at what is out there culturally, and we've got to rise up. If we don't like what we see, God's going to give the church expanded opportunities to do something about it. Culture, community, community outreach, influence, areas that we can touch. You have, you have expanded opportunities out there waiting on you. Small groups, finding out what needs there are, getting connected finding out what's going on in other people's lives, becoming not just, not, not, not just asking God to answer your prayer, but saying, God, make me the answer to somebody else's prayer today. Can I get an amen? amen. We need people to pray. Yes. We'll talk about that in a minute. Give, love, care, engage, expand. Be the answer to somebody else's prayer. Be their deliverance. Glory be to God as you walk up. Become God in the sphere of where they are. The answer to their prayer. So number two is a big part of purpose is preparation. Allow God to prepare you to launch you forth. Take advantage of today. And then number three, and I'm going I'm to spend most of my time here, is how do I prepare? That's a great question. How do I prepare? First of all, and this is big, we prepare through prayer. 2017 is going to be a year I believe that the church is going to pray like never before. I'm talking, we've already seen it. And in fact, this past week, and I want to challenge you this morning. How many of you up for a challenge? You know, a lot of people start off the new year, they're like, man, I'm going to get in shape. I'm going to eat right. I'm going to the gym. That's all right. And if you're a regular gym goer, that's all right. Just give it a few more weeks. It'll be right back to where. A challenge. This past week, I just on my own, I decided, you know what? I need to, I need to, do, I need to fast. I need to pray some. So what I'm asking you to do is join me. In fact, while I was doing, I had an elder in this church call me, and we started talking on the phone, and he didn't know. And he said, "Brother Scotty, I don't know." What, and I was, I was so excited about this. He said, "I don't know." He said, "I feel like God's saying fast and pray." I said, "Well, brother, you didn't know it, but that's exactly what I'm doing right now." So we rejoiced in in, in God's leadership. But here's what I'm asking. If you will, and we'll start off, it doesn't have to be huge. I mean, you know, I don't want, want you passing out and all that kind of, you know, if you hadn't done it in a while. But if you will join me in committing in 2017, listen, to set aside one meal a week to fast and dedicate that time to prayer. There are so many, what can we pray about? Good grief. Come on, church. There are things in your personal life Pray for, pray for an outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Pray for the miraculous. 
If you will join me in 2017, I'm not going to tell you what day. I'm just going to say, and I'm not going to check up on you except to remind you, if you will join me in 2017 and fast one meal a week to pray, just lift your hand. All right. Glory to God. We're going to see great things happen. Yes. I'm sorry, 3 a.m. what? You pray at 3 a.m.? Okay, anybody wants to join her at 3 a.m.? See that lady right there after church. And there's a, there's a few times I'm awake at 3 a.m., so when I am, I'll be praying with you. Amen? Yeah. All right. We'll, we'll get somebody. If you, see, if you want to do that, you get with her right there. Amen. That's what I'm saying. Yes, ma'am. They'll get with you if you want others to do it. All right. Amen. Hallelujah. You prepare through prayer. Mobile is going to see a prayer walk this year in our surrounding areas. And let me tell you something about the power of prayer. How many of you know they had some bad tornadoes over in Hattiesburg? William Carey College got hit. We have the Moody's here who had their daughter uh, in, in uh, school there. Well, let me tell you how, how important it is to be sensitive to the leadership of the Holy Spirit. On the night before those tornadoes hit, a group of the students who normally had a Bible study felt urging in their spirit to do a prayer walk over the whole campus. And I am here to declare to you not one life was lost at William Carey College, including one of our own in this house. Thank you, Jesus. These parents pray Psalm 91 over their kids every day. But I'm telling you, I'm telling you all that to say, be sensitive to the leadership of God concerning prayer. Prayer is part of preparation. You cannot be prepared for what God has for you if you don't spend time praying. Hallelujah. So cooperative prayer walk is coming. Great things are on the way. How do you prepare for prayer? You prepare through prayer. How do you prepare? You prepare through prayer. Number two, focus on what you can do today. Everybody say today. What crowd are you hanging out with? What are you listening to and allowing to influence your day and your life? Esther was where she was because she had a godly influence in her life that she listened to on a daily basis that allowed her to be in a place where she could be used by God. Somebody say amen. amen. Who are you listening to? Who are you hanging out with? She was influenced by a godly relative named Mordecai on a daily basis. I want you to know, it matters who you listen to. Cultivate your God potential daily. And you know, the bottom line is this. Esther didn't just spend a year getting prepared to meet the king. She didn't know it, but she had spent her whole life preparing to meet the king. Wow. But before it was Esther's turn to meet the king, it was her turn to be an orphan. Who would have thought that while she was being an orphan, she was in preparation to meet the king? 
We all want to see it as out there, but I'm telling you, it's daily. It's in the preparation. God is in the preparation. Tell your neighbor right now, God is in the preparation. Before it was her turn to meet the king, it was her turn to be an orphan. It was her turn, listen, to live in Persia and be looked at as a second-class citizen. How did she handle that? She kept her poise and her beauty and she kept purpose alive in her life because by her past and by her history, her life could have made her old before her time. Are you hearing what I'm saying this morning? Her life could have made her bitter, turned her angry and resentful, but she is an example of God can cause all things to work together for my good. When I realize and allow God to be in all things, God can turn all things. Somebody say amen. You don't have to have a great start to have a great life and to have a great finish. We'll talk more about that Wednesday night. So I got a word for you this morning. No matter where you started, don't limit God. I want you to tell your neighbor, don't limit God. And I don't care how old you are, don't limit God. I don't care how young you are, don't limit God. Just know that he's in the preparation. I want you to say with me, God can turn it for my favor. Because how she handled not having status prepared her for being able to handle status. Can you hear me in the house this morning? Boy, when I get that position, that's when I'm, you better look out then. How she handled not having notoriety prepared her for notoriety. How you handle not having notoriety is what prepares you for the promotion that God has for you. So here's what I'm declaring to you this morning. Get past how you were born, where you were born. I say get past how you were born. I don't care whether you were planned or you were orphaned or what the past is. Get past where you were born. Get past how you were born. Get past the color of your skin. Get past the issue of your life not being as good as somebody else's. Get past that point of not having the opportunities in life that other people had. It is time to, like Moses, get to a place to where you're going to get past that hurt that happened to you 40 years ago in church and you're going to go on with your life. You're going to realize that if God didn't cause it, he can still turn it around and use it to promote you. Can somebody say amen? I'm about to finish this morning and we're going to go to our place to where we do what we hear get past that hurt that happened in church 40 years ago and we'll talk more about that Wednesday night but here is my, my word to you as we close this up and I intentionally wanted to be short today because I wanted to give you an opportunity to realize it's your time. But part, and I'm going to say this Wednesday night and amplify it, part 
of the process of recovering from hurt, pain, rejection, and all the things that life can give you is getting out there and getting in it. That's part of the process. Some of you are never going to get better until you get out there and get involved. You're never going to have complete recovery. Here's my word to you. Stop nursing, cursing, and rehearsing, and start versing. I got to say that again. Stop nursing, cursing, and rehearsing, and start versing. God's got a word for you. And here it is. God has brought you here for such a time as this. I wish somebody in the house would say, it's my time. Let's go. Come on. Somebody say, it's my time. It's my turn. Let's go. Now, I want to ask you something. How many of you would like for 2017 to be better than 2016? Boy, I would. Then let's do something different. You know what they say the definition of insanity is? Doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. You got to take some risks. You got to be willing to be hurt a little bit. You got to be willing to put yourself out there. But I am confessing over you today that it is your time. It's your day. It's your turn. Everybody stand up and say this with me. It's my time. It's my turn. I won't sit back. I'm going to get going. Here we go. go. I declare declare. it is my time. time. I have been raised up up. for such a time as this. All right, now here, I tell you what, everybody just stay with me one minute. If you are a leader, a group leader, if you are a ministry leader, go to your table right now because we want to be armed and ready when folks get out there. Everybody else stand here with me for just a moment. And I... When I felt God stirring this message in me, I knew that it was going to be designed to get you moving. I'm going to tell you, there are great opportunities that God is bringing and are being, I can't announce some of them yet because the details are still being worked out, but God is bringing opportunities into this church. They're already starting to come our way. And so I'm just saying, just amazing things are happening but it's going gonna, it's gonna to flourish and be blessed as everybody does that, that they're called to do. You know, and I know some of you think, well, I physically can't. You know, Brother Scotty, I'm, I'm, at, I'm at this season of my life. Well, I'm going to tell you what. You can pray. Get on the prayer chain. Get on the, get on the list of where we call people and people. And listen, we got people in this house that they're praying prayer of faith. They're believing God. Let's, let's do this prayer walk over our city, over our community. Let's begin to declare and decree that angels are on assignment. And things are happening. Let's rise up. Let's begin to, uh, uh, again, thank God for answered prayer. We had an answered prayer in this family right over here this week. The good things of God. And so I'm saying, folks, it's our time, but we got to do something to be a part. And, you know, and if we want our lives to be different, we got to be willing to step out and take some risks.
and get out there and get connected. Oh, it's so quiet in here. Brother Scotty, why don't you just let me sit on the dock of the bay? <laughs> Amen. Ah, we can't see. That's what I'm saying. Folks, it's, it's our time. It's our season. Oh, God's got so much. There's so much that God wants to birth in 2017. But I am shouting over this church, we will not miss our window of opportunity in 2017. Thanks again for listening to Live Church of Mobile's podcast. If you would like to find out more about our church, you can visit us at livechurchmobile.com.